Well, hey there. This is Jim and Reagan. And I was just thinking. All right. What I'm going to do right now is I'm just putting my glove back on because it's going to be a little chilly here yet this morning. Although it's going to be nice. So hang on a sec there, Ray Ray. Hold up. Dan can get his glove back on. He doesn't freeze his hand off. All right. Yeah, we're going to have a nice weather conversation today. But, <clears throat> all right, well, happy Saturday. It's the day I'm recording this on. Unless, of course, I suppose you work on Saturdays and then maybe not so happy a Saturday, but I no longer do. So, Saturdays are happy. But our topic today is actually going to be vacation because I am in the middle of a 10-day vacation. Huzzah! So two of my 10 days are committed to history. We're now on the first of two Saturdays in the middle of this vacation, so... There we go. Always nice to go into a into a weekend. <clears throat> I think from from a vacation and also knowing that when Sunday ends, you're still on vacation. Really gives a different vibe to the weekend. You know? We're in a flurry of activity. You know, on Friday at work to get ready for your Saturday off. And you don't spend any of Sunday going, you know, I got to go back to work tomorrow. Nope. Whole thing is just, it's just nice. So, <clears throat> there it is. Pardon, pardon the, uh, the sniffing and snotting and snorting and all that stuff. sinus stuff going on here, so. And the cold air always makes my nose run. So. Apologize for some of the extra nasal noises, shall we say. So. There you go. Here's a word you can take for the day. Extra nasal. So. Anyway. Yeah, no, the dog's not out there, Reagan. Uh, first part of our walk, Reagan is always looking for two dogs. There's a, there's like a black husky that's usually out in the morning, and then there's a black, I think it's like a black lab, although it's it's a big black lab. If it's a black lab, it's usually it seems bigger than a Labrador gets, so it might be something else. But but she loves them both, and of course, when she loves something, she makes it known by. Uh, by howling at them, so. But hopefully we've had a little bit better because Reagan has been in uh, in daycare the last two days, so so Reagan should be a little bit more tuckered out this morning. As we have to put her in daycare because we're on vacation, and we're getting some 
major work done at the house. So I have gloves on because I don't want my hands to get cold. But uh, in the middle of all this, we're actually having air conditioning installed. So we are prepared for the summer. So after 20 years of living in the house, we finally decided, you know what? This house needs central air because it's just it's just too much of a pain to be putting window condi- air conditioners in, taking them out, storing them, all that stuff. And they're never really good enough for things like the living room and stuff like that. Plus we have some we have some funky windows, so <clears throat> unless you end up doing a lot of extra work to build like a shelf or something for the uh, air conditioner to sit on uh, they won't because of the way our windows are shaped so we ended up with those floor mounted ones with the hose that goes into the window kind of thing and those don't work as well plus all the noise uh, from the machinery is sitting in your house so they're loud so uh, yeah for a number of reasons It'll be very nice to, uh, you know, just hit a thermostat and go, you know what, we would like the house to be at 72. And there it is. So, you may hear some rumbling off to the side here. Have a, uh, some heavy machinery taking down trees. The, uh, the farm... (coughs) that uh, was sold last year. Cracking, that's the cracking of trees being snapped over. Um, It was bought by uh, a commercial farmer for two mil. So 176 acres went for two mil. Well, um, part of this property uh, is forested uh, because the farmer who was on it didn't need to... uh, or didn't feel like he wanted to take those trees down. Well, after paying two mil, this guy is going to take down every tree that's on this property uh, that's sitting on land that can be farmed. Because, yeah, he wants to get every dime out of his two mil. So the whole bank of trees that he's taken down, he's working on the last little bit. So I figure by April, a lot of these trees that I've gotten used to seeing... Um, are going to be are going to be gone. I'd say, I don't know. <clears throat> this is a guess, but it's probably a good. I'd say it's probably a good twenty five acres worth of trees. You know, so it's not a small area. It's not a huge area, but it's not a small area. So. You know, so I have some I have some visibility of things in the distance that I didn't used to have from certain vantage points. So, so that's going on today. But back to vacation. So yeah, so we're having that work done. So Reagan is is much too friendly to have workmen around because then they wouldn't get any work done because she would be you know on top of them. So. She needs to get out of the house. So they're coming back Monday and Tuesday to finish up the last little bits. So, 
So she's going to be out of the house Monday and Tuesday as well. But... I'm enjoying this vacation, so... Got an awful lot done the last two days. Um, Had some very nice sunny weather. Um, Yesterday wasn't particularly warm, but thankfully it wasn't windy, because again... February is our windiest month, so usually, you know, it doesn't just stop. As soon as you switch the calendar into March, it usually kind of has to ramp down a little bit. But now we got some nice, nice days that weren't ridiculously windy. So I got, got two days worth of yard work done. By two days, I do mean probably 16, 17 hours <coughs> worth of yard work, because it was... They were eight days, both days, worth of being outside and chainsawing and raking and all that stuff. And, you know, there's still several days of yard work to do because, of course, I live on a just shy under four-acre hobby farm. So, you know, if I lived in a development, I'd be done for the year now. Huzzah, but I don't. More's the pity. Living in a development would be more my style, but... You know, I married this woman who who loves who loves farms, so this is what I got. <clears throat> and uh, I love her more than I love living in a development. So there you go. But uh, but yeah, so lots of work there. More to do today, and then the weather's gonna. Make us take a vacation the next two days because we're going to get rain. So, I'm not going to be able to do anything outside. <clears throat> I think until Tuesday, possibly Wednesday. And then we're supposed to get more rain at the end of next week, right now. Assuming the forecast doesn't change, which of course it always could. But, but yeah, so. But it was a ton of work, and now it's done. And so. I'm happy, but man, I am tired. Tired and achy from all of this, so hopefully we'll get a chance to get a nice little run in today. It's supposed to warm up later into the 50s, and uh, and then tomorrow, which is Sunday, uh, at least for part of Monday, we are supposed to be in the mid-70s. We're actually going to take a run at a a record around here, so just heard this figure here, so for my area the first 70 degree day of the year normally hits around springtime, March the 20th, so somewhere in the third week of March usually when that first rogue 70 degree day shows up, which surprised me because you know, having lived here 20, 21 years it doesn't seem like we ever get a 70-degree day in March. It seems like, hey, if we're going to get one, it's going to be April. You know? But it'll be a rogue day. We'll stick around until you get into uh, into May. But apparently it's earlier than I remember. So, there you go. But, but yeah, we're going to get 70s, so... That'll be nice. I'll be looking forward to those 70-degree weather. Good, good stuff. And then, you know, our usual 50s, I think, is what they're saying for the 
remainder of our vacation. So that's okay. That's what we're supposed to have this time of year. So it's all good. You know, do what we can get done, and then that'll be that. Oh, what else? What else? So, so we mentioned the air, AC, and that'll be nice once it gets warm here. Um, mentioned all the yard work, more yard work to do. We're going to have, uh, we're having a light installed over our kitchen sink. As we uh, are finishing up the last little bit of the kitchen remodel, which really just means taking all of the kitchen doors off and sanding them and painting them and putting them back up and, you know, kitchen cabinets are now going to be a nice, bright, fresh color of white rather than the, uh, oh, when it be faded, I don't know, I'm not sure what it was supposed to be initially, um, some sort of, oh, cedar or whatever it was. I'm not real good at the colors. Again, I'm a dude. You know, it's like light brown. <laughs> you know? So, not really sure what kind of wood it was supposed to be. You know, oak or something like that. Doesn't seem, doesn't seem dark enough for an oak, but... You know, some sort of wood-colored cabinet that's been there since 1991. So, it's seen better days. But looks a lot better with a fresh coat, well actually, with two fresh coats of primer and then two fresh coats of white paint on them. So it looks a lot fresher. So it's all good. All right, here's our turnaround, here we go. So, there's that. Um, what else? Uh, got some trips. Hopefully tomorrow we're gonna go down and See the Marine Corps Museum down in Quantico, which is a, uh, it's about a two and a half hour drive from my house, so it's a day trip, so that will be fun, not a bad thing to do on a day that's supposed to rain anyway, go hang out inside in the museum, and uh, that'll be that, what else? Oh, I'm trying to think what else. Um, I'm going to go do some work on my other hobby, which is now ham radio. So, um, I don't think I talked about this the last time, which was the Dead of Winter show there, which was show number four for this year. This will be show number five. But, um... I've now passed my general exam. So I am now a general level amateur radio operator with the FCC. Yes. I'm licensed. So so that gives me the ability to uh, broadcast on all of the HF bands. So HF, high frequency, all right? Um, again, it's not exactly shortwave, but, you know, in layman's terms, you could say shortwave and not be completely wrong. There are shortwave 
um, frequencies that uh, we are not allowed to broadcast on here in the United States, and that's a FCC rule because they're assigned to other things. But so if you have a shortwave radio, you know there's some there's some frequencies or some bands, as they would be called, um, that you'll hear shortwave broadcasts on that. Uh, you know, you will only hear that on because that's what's there. So, so basically, you know, Voice of America does not have to fight, you know, two guys who who want to, uh, in uh, in ham terms, have a rag chew. A rag chew is a conversation. So, they're not having to fight that, you know. So, some of these big shortwave stations like, again, Voice of America... Um, Deutsche Welle, which is uh, German world, although it's German world in English, obviously, because in German it's Deutsche Welle. Um, you know, Radio France and all that stuff, Radio Canada. Um, so, there's that. So, so yes, yeah, so, so I got my technician level in. December, and the main thing that the technicians operate with is the handheld radio, or an HT, handheld transceiver, or sometimes referred to as a handy talkie, as opposed to a walkie talkie, right? It's a handy talkie. So, big things for that would be the uh, two meter band and the 70 centimeter band. So, it's mainly where technicians operate. They do have some limited um, HF rights on the 10-meter band. Uh, and, of course, if you want to do Morse code, known as CW for continuous wave, uh, you can do a bit of that, too. Um, that's also open to you. There's some digital modes you can do as well. I won't get into the weeds on some of that stuff, but... Uh, but the big thing is that once you become a general operator, you have access to all of the amateur radio bands in some way, shape, or form. Then there's one more license after that, which is called Extra, which then just gives you all of the amateur radio privileges that an amateur radio operator can have. So if it's open to amateur radio, you can do it. So there's still some frequencies. They're limited. Um, where I can't operate. So, well, technically speaking, I can't operate on my own. If I were, uh, if I were with my buddy Steve, my buddy Steve out there in uh, Eastern PA, he is an extra. So as long as Steve was there to watch what I was doing, technically could go ahead and operate on those extra frequencies but he has to be right there you know to make sure that you know there's no mischief going on right because he's responsible so so he'd be the control operator so in ham speak so yeah i mean i'm responsible for any mischief that i say as well too because it's my license but but uh yeah. yeah, it kind of umbrellas to him as well as the control operator. So. But I could do that, but 
on my own yet. But one of the things with ham radio is that it is an expensive hobby. All right. It's a cool hobby. I like it. There's a lot of public service you can do with it, which is part of the reason I got into it. Um, not just to, uh, to chat with folks, although I look forward to that. Um, <clears throat> but it's, it's an expensive hobby. So, you know, you can set up a, a pretty basic shack, which is referred to as your, your setup. Or a rig, you might hear referred to as a rig, but shack is probably a lot more common. Um, and uh, I mean, you know, pretty straightforward. You're probably looking at about a thousand to fifteen hundred bucks for a pretty standard HF shack. Because there's things you need. Obviously, you need to have the radio. You need to have an antenna. Um, you know, you probably need to have a power supply, depending upon what you're using. You probably have to have a power supply. Um, there's some tools you need to have in order to check your signal-to-noise radio ratio and check your antenna. So, yeah, I mean, you can easily, you know, be at $1,500, and you can easily be over $1,500 just buying the first set of... of uh, Supplies And like a lot of sports, all right, and hobbies, um, it tends to, um, it tends to get collections. So you will find people who've been in ham radio for a while, you know, don't have like a handheld and a base station. They have several handhelds and a couple base stations. You know? Because I guess you don't know if you never need a spare, right? So. So. That's next, but... It's going to take a while to come up with... That kind of bread. To use some 70s lingo. To do that. So I think what I'm doing next... uh, As far as that goes, is I think I'm going to be going... um, The... uh, the mobile route, or as the as the English might say, the mobile route, um, <clears throat> or uh, as we also say, the, the the small route, which is QRP in ham speak. So it's a tiny radio that you can use outdoors. So I think that's probably going to be what I'm going to do next. Is probably get a little small little QRP rig, which those can still go several hundred dollars. I mean, it's not like they're cheaper because they're smaller, all right? Um, and do that. And probably initially focus on something known as parks on the air, where you basically take your stuff, throw it in the car, go to a park, set up, and you broadcast from the park. Um, have some concerns and some thoughts about uh, how likely it's going to be for me to set up a permanent station at the house um, again with the eight the, the one room that I was probably going to use for the for the uh, for the shack uh, now has a gigantic uh, fan outside the room which is part of the AC so that's going to be throwing off a bunch of uh, a bunch of RF radio frequencies uh, which basically means noise 
So <clears throat> I have that. I've got a generator right there. So there's lots of things. It's like mm, there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to have to silence. So might just be simpler just to go and get a small setup. And, uh, you know, I can always just go out on my deck. Right? Go out on my deck and uh, broadcast from our nice big deck. And I spent, what, 2015 and 2016 getting back into shape. Might as well use it. Or we have plenty of lawn on our little hobby farm that I could go set up a little tent, throw up some stuff, you know, battery and all that for power, or maybe some solar. There's a lot of solar stuff for ham. And, uh, you know, just broadcast from my lawn. When I'm ready, you know, if I need to go to the bathroom, I go. When I want to eat, I'll eat. When I want to chat, I can chat. We have plenty of plenty of parks around here. We have plenty of parks that are on hills that I can also broadcast from. So that would be cool. So we'll see. We'll see. I just got a brand new handheld. I have a it's called a Yezu FT70DR. So it picks up FM, AM. And this, of course, is expanded range, not just the stuff you're used to listening to on your actual radio in your car, um, and then also digital. So I'm going to be playing with that this weekend, I hope. So there it is. But but yeah, there it is. And then, of course... We have spring coming up, and I'm not going to make a, a a big announcement with this because we you know we did say we're gonna we're gonna pivot away from running, but it is one of the things I do. So uh, April we have uh, end of April we have what's called the Nun Run. It's usually in September, but uh, they have two big fundraisers. So. The Nun Run 5K is one of them. Then they have an Oktoberfest. And they were actually having the Oktoberfest in April, which of course is a bizarre time to have an Oktoberfest. So I decided to move that to September, um, which is actually more traditional when Oktoberfests are. I know it says Oktoberfest, but actually it's not uncommon for Oktoberfest to be in September. So, ah, uh, Black Dog's out. We're going to hear Reagan in just a second. So, so, there's that. That'll be April, and then we're going to do Turkey Hill Country Classic at the beginning of May, and then it's uh, Bird in Hand uh, in September. So that's that's pretty much my my racing. We're going to get a bark pretty soon. Yeah, we're slowing down to bark, and... Come on. There we go. Yeah. We were looking for our friend this morning, and our friend was not out. So apparently they they slept in on Saturday as well before they put their buddy out. Yeah. And so Reagan's all a Twitter. Yep. And 
black husky dog's tail's going back and forth, so she's apparently, or he's apparently excited to see Reagan, and Reagan's excited to see her. So, there you go. Yep. Yep. Yep, you want to go see the dog. You've seen enough dogs for the last two days, though, in daycare, though. Yes, you've seen enough. So we're just going to go home. So, um, I'm sure there are other things we will do. Hopefully somewhere in there we'll also uh, do some, just some fun kind of chill kind of stuff. Because, I mean, this is my last, well, my last, my, my first proper vacation since August of last year. So, yeah, like six, seven months uh, without a proper vacation. Um, those of you who've been following for a while, yeah, I had a vacation, uh, at least on the schedule, um, for the beginning of, uh, of November last year, but I got very sick, literally, for the entirety of that vacation, so it was, you know, I was happy that I was off and I wasn't going to be missing work, but, um, yeah, it was not a vacation, it was, it was an, you know, it was an entire 10 days of feeling miserable, um, and just kind of sort of feeling better right when the vacation ended. So, yeah, I suppose it served a point, but yeah, wasn't a vacation. So, this has already started out to be a vacation, so it's great. So, we are now back to the driveway. We are now back to where we started. So, and we have yacked at you for almost 30 minutes. That's more than enough for today. So... From the driveway here in south central Pennsylvania, this is J.D. saying, be well.